Welcome to Creative Conf Lab, a podcast where we have honest conversations about creativity, art, design, and craft. I'm your host, Tara Joy Andrews. Ready to get started? Let's go. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for listening to Creative Conf Lab podcast. You are listening to episode 11 with social media expert, Kara O'Queen Mansfield. Hi, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. The sun is shining. Yeah. We had an extra vacation day on Wednesday. So yeah, it doesn't feel like it's been a long week. So it's great. I've, I've been so happy to be like, it's the weekend already. I know. It's like a mini week a mini weekend, a mini week, and then a real weekend. So yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll take that any week. Yeah. So thank you so much for being a guest on Creative Conflab. Uh, I'd like to start every episode on a positive note. So I'd like you to share something that has recently brought you joy. So the sun is shining, which obviously always brings me joy. But one thing that was great for us, and again, it feels like a little while ago now, but last weekend, we actually got down to my in-laws um, and we got down to the family cabin, which is right on my favorite beach on Somerville Beach. So that definitely brought me joy to see, again, the grandparents hadn't seen our daughter since March. Um, so it was nice to see them together. It was nice to be at the cabin and have a little bit less responsibility. There's no internet. So it's a nice excuse to, it's a nice excuse to limit our internet use. Like we obviously had our phones and our computers, but instead of using all of our data, it's a nice excuse to kind of like lay back and watch a movie instead of just scrolling randomly um, on the internet and stuff. So that definitely brought me joy. It was nice to kind of recenter ourselves and from the busyness of the last few months. And again, like that beach is just magical. Yes. The beach, the sand, the waves. Everything. Yes, the sound of the ocean. The sound of the ocean is my happy place. So it was amazing just to hear that. Yes, yes, I feel the same. That's why I go for a walk every morning along the waterfront. Yeah. So we have worked together, but for those that don't know you, uh, or don't know how you can help them, can you introduce yourself and what you offer? So again, as Tara said, my name is Kara, and I am the owner of KA Social Media Consulting. So I've been in business since September 2014. So it'll be six years in September, which is kind of crazy to think. But I help small business owners, entrepreneurs, freelancers, content creators, whatever you want to call yourself, um, with the online world. So with your social media marketing, with your messaging, with connecting, with collaborations, so anything to do with marketing and the online world, I can definitely help you out with. Uh, social media management is obviously my bread and butter, and that's what I help with, which means that if you're too busy to take on your own feeds, that I would be your voice for your brand behind your feed. And the last few years, I've really been working with clients on coaching and training. Because again, I think that as a business owner and as an entrepreneur, that nobody else will know your brand as well as you know your brand. Nobody will be as passionate about your brand as you will be passionate about your brand. So I think, and again, in teaching you the tips and tricks and apps and tools um, for you to be able to manage yourself. So a lot of people tell me that I'm outworking myself, but I'm, I'm not. I'm like, I think again, for a brand, it's, it's great that if you can manage your own, because you will know what you're looking for. Yes. And you know, what's going out and how often, and you get to interact. What I love is you get to interact directly with the people 
who are interacting with you. Um, yeah, and it's always good um, for myself as a fellow business owner to keep up to date with all of that technology. So having you in my network has been amazing because when something new comes out, I know Kara will tweet about it, Instagram about it, or Facebook about it. And, and I'll be the first to know. Exactly. Um, and things definitely change. And even right now, like I'm teaching a class on social media manager or social media. And even this morning we were in Facebook or we were in buffer and somebody asked like, what's this? I'm like, I don't know. That's a new button. I'm like, let's see what it is. <laughs> Just things change even yourself. What, even though I'm, I'm in data with social me and I work with it on a regular basis things change and unfortunately Facebook or Buffer or Twitter doesn't send me a personal message to tell me when they've made a change yes yes and Buffer went from the base price option allowing you I think 10 or 12 social media accounts to eight it was 10 and it went to eight 10 to eight so I logged in one day and was like you have too many accounts and I was like what <laughs> So mine, fingers crossed, mine, fingers crossed, they've still allowed me. They haven't disconnected any of them. I still have my 10 and I'm never deleting any of them in case they like don't let me put anything more in. Um, So that's one of the props of being like a grandfathered into some of these accounts. That again, like they have new features, but they won't take them away from people that have been members or customers for a while. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's good to know because I was like, what if you own it from the beginning? So, yeah, like for some reason right now, I'm logged into eight Instagram accounts. Normally, you can do five. I'm never unlogging out of any of them, whether I work with them or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, again, I don't know how it happened, but it did. And I'm magically keeping it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, I started asking this question to all of my guests, and I love how diverse the the answers are. So how do you define creativity? That is such a, I've again been listening to all of your podcasts as we've gone along and it's such a crazy question, but a great question, but you can look at it in so many different ways because when I think of creativity in your world, um, your world is creative, physically drawing and creating and online on the computer that's not my creativity. I can draw a stick man. And that's why, again, you did my logo because I can't do that (laughs) stuff. Um, But I also think that I'm creative in definitely different ways because I'm creating what it created creative when it comes to brainstorming ideas and putting things on paper and putting things on social to, to, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, To, build awareness and brand awareness to a client. So I'm creative when it comes to like the big ideas, but a lot of times, and I'm creative with the words. I am not creative with the illustration of it. Yeah. The visual, the the visual with it. So you have different people that are creative visually and then that are creative with words and with ideas. And that's where I am at. I'm the words and the ideas. I am not the visual. So it's yeah. very different when you look at it because there's so many creative people and yeah. there's also creative when it comes to photography. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Like everybody can have the same camera and everybody can have the same phone and I'm not creating some of the pictures that some of these photographers are. Um, yeah. because they have that, that creative eye and I can to some capacity, but some of these food pictures that you see or outdoor pictures or whatnot, and I'm like, I saw the same thing. Yeah, that's not what my picture looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everybody has so create being creative is different to so many different people. 
And even the same person can be creative in different ways because you can be creative il- like with illustrations, but you can also be creative with words too. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oops. Crazy question, but can have so many different answers. <laughs> That's why I ask it because everyone's different and I love it. Something a lot of one person and small businesses face is they have to do all the marketing for their company as well as run the company and make the products, do the services. So what are a few things that people often overlook when it comes to their marketing? Few things for sure. So the first thing is the brand consistency, Uh, brand colors. So you definitely see that. They're like, I'm just going to throw like a random post up and it's, you know, the brand colors are blue and red. And this post they created is yellow and pink. Right. Because they just did it quickly and they don't realize the brand awareness and that color and um, the color and the um, color and like the voice um, right. comes in a big, in a big way. Cause people don't realize that, that people actually stick to the colors or the words. So I always ask people when I'm working with them, like, you know, if you think of the color blue, what company do you think of? Right. If you think yeah. of the company, if you think of the color red, what do you think of? And I always use the example, uh, myself with cabs in Halifax. So I haven't taken a cab in probably 10 years. I can still tell you yellow cabs phone number and, oh, yeah. you know, taxis phone number because of the jingles that they had. Yeah. That so ran on know, the radio, like every, every break, every break. So I think people just don't realize the consistency and right. how much like little jingles or little taglines can go a long way to make you realize what the company is. Um, it's definitely been told to me with marketing and it might even be more by now, but that it takes seven touches for a company to buy from you, which means they need to hear about your company seven different times in order to buy from you. So if you're using a different color scheme, every time you do a post, if you're using a different logo, every time you're doing a post, if you're putting a different picture of yourself or a different picture, every time you do a post, people aren't connecting those dots. And they're not going to get to the seven touch because you haven't given them seven touches of the same company name, the same picture, the same color. So consistency is very important. Brand colors, brand voice, very important. And a lot of people don't realize that when it comes to social media, because they might give the task to three different people in their, at their work. Like, Oh, whatever waitress is working today can do it, but it's a different voice. It's a different tone. It's a different feel and people know that and they won't connect to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I 100% agree because I'm all about brand and brand consistency. And um, how I like to put it is when you get that same message coming to you, it becomes something that's reliable, dependable, therefore you trust it quicker. And then eventually um, you get customers faster. That's the end goal, right? Yeah, I always... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I always use the term to say that, you know, people start to follow you, then they start to trust you, then they will buy from you. Yes. So don't try to sell on the first time. You need to build relationships. You need to build connections. You you know that I'm very, very big on connections and relationships. And that's the big thing. People will come to me and they're like, well, can you make my post go viral? Or can you, can you make so many people see this? And I'm like, no, you need to build relationships. You need to engage. You need to be present before any of that will happen. Because you, as a consumer, 
you always ask your friends or your family, like, can you recommend this? So it's the same thing when it comes to social. You can't just assume that you're going to put a post up and that you're going to sell 20 quantities of whatever you're trying to sell without building a brand and building trust with your followers. Yes, definitely. What is it about social media that you love so much that you built a business out of it? If you know me, so if anybody of your followers has met me, I'm a very social person. I always have been. I could talk to the wall. Um, I'm from Cape Breton, so we're not very shy, and we like to talk to people. So when this thing came came about, um, and I want to say in so 2006 is when Facebook um, kind of got created. It was just a new way to interact with people. It was a new way to build relationships. It was a new way to meet new people without physically, you know, having to leave your house or your dorm room or, or whatever it was. So with, I have a background in marketing, like that's my education. So marketing's always been a big part of me. I was the person. So I'm from a small village in Cape Breton, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I was the person when I came to the big city of Halifax, I would look at all the billboards. I would sit on the bus and I would look at all the ads. Um, for the longest time, I couldn't drive down the Bedford Highway because I probably would have crashed because I was looking at <laughs> all the billboards. So I've always been very interested in marketing, the marketing aspect of it, of the relationship building and you know, promoting your business. I was in high school, I would organize like, all the events and I was student council president. So I've always been big into marketing and event planning. And that is a big thing when it comes to social media. They can help those things. Right. So the big thing that I saw social media is I was actually working doing advertising sales and I was a salesperson that hated picking up the phone. I hated asking for the sale. I hated picking up the phone and be like, oh, hey, we have an ad available. Would you like to buy it for this much? It didn't feel natural to me. It didn't feel comfortable. I would stutter on my words. I So if I try to sell you on the phone, if anybody listening, I ever try to sell you anything on the phone, I understand why you didn't buy <laughs> but then Twitter came along and Facebook came along and Instagram came along and I was having conversations, right? I was building relationships. We were having, we were talking about what was happening and we would talk about the product or they would ask questions. And when I actually did get to the point to ask for the sale, I got the sale. Right. Cause they trusted you because they, trusted and, they knew you. and we had a previous relationship. So that's why I love social media because again, it's all about connections, collaborations, building relationships. And so that's what I love. Um, I always say this, like whenever I go to social media, day Halifax or blog jam or PodCamp, it's like a mini reunion to me. Yeah. It's like a big family reunion because most people that I'm friends with in Halifax that I don't know from like high school or university, I met on social somewhere. Like we right. met on social. Um, so I always say that, like, that's the place to me that I, and I always say that I'm like, Oh, I'm meeting my friends. And I kind of sometimes do the asterisk <laughs> or whatnot because, and they're like, well, are you friends? I'm like, well, we've talked every day for like five years now. So I consider them a friend, but we've maybe hung out in an actual setting like three, four times. Right. And sometimes it's awkward. Cause you see them and you're like, do I give them a hug? Do I not? Cause I, yeah. I see them once a year. Um, now we are not giving hugs and we are not seeing people. However, um, so that's the big thing with me with social. It's all about the relationships and the power of relationships and the power too, that you can, it's not a small circle anymore. Yeah. It's Your not. circle is, is it's the global. Yeah. yeah. And there's one, um, video that I always use in my trainings and one of the parts, it's not word of mouth anymore. It's world of mouth. 
Oh, I love that. And it's to yeah. say that, again, your message can be brought around the world. I work a lot with local companies, so I still very local and very local movement and whatnot. But for some people, it has expanded their potential so big. Because right. if you have a product that it doesn't matter where you're at, then you can yeah. really have clients all over the world. You yeah. can be dealing with somebody in Australia or New Zealand or... Hawaii, wherever it is. So it definitely has opened up so many more doors for brands, small business owners, uh, freelancers. Again, you have people that their clients are like, you know, a different time zone that I, a lot of my clients are local, but for some people it, it has opened so many more doors that just wasn't available five, 10 years ago. Yeah. And it also opens up new markets and new creative ways of marketing because you can target those people differently depending on where they are right yeah yeah and that's the thing like COVID has definitely changed the way businesses are running yes and how you approach business to begin with right exactly I never realized until COVID some of the qualities and some of the things that I knew that I'm like I just assumed everybody knew that people have been coming to me in the last few months like so how do I do this and I'm like you don't know how to do that because again, like it's been second nature to me for five, 10 years right? that, you know, and even right now, like we're recording this on zoom and people are like, Oh my God, there's a new thing called zoom. It's amazing. And I'm like, I've been using zoom for five years now. Um, <laughs> like it is what it is, but it's definitely different things that a lot of businesses just didn't realize that what was out there for them. And I think you're going to see a big change in the world after this because people are probably going to downsize their office. They don't need, everybody was able to work from home for three months. Why can't they do it now? Yes. Yeah. My fiance hopes he never has to go back to the office. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to wear real pants again. Um, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's all about leggings and, and yoga pants and dresses from now on. Yeah, for sure. So is there a favorite social media channel that you have? And if so, why is that one your favorite? So there's so many of them. I um, know. There's it's like picking your favorite child, right? <laughs> I know. Well, right now I only have one child, therefore I have a favorite child. Um, there's two that I can say for sure that I love more than the rest. And the first one is Twitter. And a lot of people are like, Twitter? Like, I don't, I hate Twitter. I love Twitter because it's so quick and easy. Right. You can have so many more messages in a span of five minutes in Twitter than you can on any other platform because it's quick and easy. It used to be 180 characters. It's now 240. Um, you can jump into any conversation. Um, it's kind of like the big party. It's, it's kind of the big party scene. And again, conversations are happening and you can tag people. Um, the hashtags are there. So it's great to find any topic that you're looking for. Twitter lists are my best friends. Um, a lot of people are not familiar with Twitter lists and I absolutely love them. So a lot of my friends that I, you know, my, my online friends I've met on Twitter. Yes. Um, one of my favorite Twitter panels is Halifax traffic. Cause no matter what's happening, if I'm stuck in traffic, I can find out why I'm stuck in traffic or and if I need happening. to, yeah. Or if I need to avoid a specific area. So that is one that I absolutely love. So that's why I love Twitter. And then the second one is Instagram because of the visuals. I mm -hmm. love the visual pictures of Instagram. I love stories. I probably do way more stories than I do actual posts on the newsfeed and listen to stories more than I watch um, the newsfeed on Instagram. 
Yes. But Instagram is a platform that is growing. It's been growing for a while. And I jumped to Instagram, like Snapchat. I was never big on Snapchat. Um, but no, it, it was more, um, like I, I can't think of the right word, but it's kind of like the hokey gimmicky, like I'm going to take something really embarrassing because I know it's going to disappear sort well, of social it, media, it, right? And it depends because I find that people that love Snapchat love TikTok and the people right. that hate Snapchat hate TikTok. Oh, I, I'm not a dancer. Like I'm not going to be like, I, and I love watching TikTok, but I've, I've done, I think three of them. I haven't gotten into it. Right. But again, Instagram, I, the stories really, really like said something to me and I love watching people because again, they're short and sweet. They're 15 seconds. You can decide if somebody has way more stories that you want to watch, then you just don't watch them. You kind of skip over. But there's people that I follow that I'm like, oh, I missed their stories yesterday. What happened? Yeah, um, and like I love the, how they're interactive now. Like you yeah. can put polls and questions. So it's it's more of a two-way conversation than you just, you know, blasting your message out into the world. I, right? I find it's an easy way to get engagement. I get a yeah. lot of engagement. I give a lot of engagement in stories, but I also get a lot of engagement in stories. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so and I, I find that's a way street when it comes to social media, but I love stories. But again, I've done the stories on Instagram, but I don't do them. I don't, I don't throw them over to Facebook like some people do. It's right. just something, I don't know. I just kind of fall in love with Instagram and I stick on that platform because I like it. Yeah. And I did my first IGTV, um, <laughs> which I was very proud of. Yay! <laughs> very proud of. And it was just a crab crawling around the water. <laughs> um, but I love that they have taken something that began as just like share your photos and evolved it to this mega platform where um, so much can be done with it. You know, you can do uh, short videos on it. You can share um, stories and messages and also just share an image. Like, okay, you can, And you can go live and you can bring somebody yeah. else and go live. Yes. Which a, lot of, which a lot of people are doing that. You definitely saw a lot more of that during COVID. Oh, um, yeah. Every time I picked up Instagram, it was like the, the stories bar was full with so-and-so's live with so-and-so. <laughs> Like yeah. the whole bar. Yeah. So it has a lot of options and that's what I like. And I like the stories aspect because again, it can be an actual video. It can be an uploaded video that you already have on your phone. It can be a still image. It can be a writing. It can be, and there's lots of different apps right now. They create images for Instagram stories. And I love in that aspect too. Like I had my uh, marketing assistant create me some backgrounds, some specific backgrounds that I can use whenever I want to promote an event. I yeah. love like the button right now that again, if you have an event happening, you can do the countdown to remind people that it's happening. So many things. Like I love Instagram and Instagram stories because of the potential that it has. It's the it's a platform that's definitely growing. It hasn't stopped growing in a few years. And I don't think it's going anywhere. No, definitely not. No, they're here to stay. <laughs> they're here to stay. Yeah. So to have effective marketing, do you have to be on all the channels? And all the channels is all caps. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've ever been on any of my workshops or any training that I've done probably the last two or three years, uh, I talk about this and the answer right. is no, right. because I always say it's better for you to be on one, two, three platforms and be really good at it 
And when I say really good, I mean post consistently, have your branding that makes sense, use the same colors, be engaging, actually checking your accounts. So it's better to do two or three and be consistent than be on, say, 10 and be doing nothing or posting once a month. Right. So I always say, and then people will ask me, they're like, well, which platform should I be on? And my reply to that is always like, who is your target market? Figure out who your target market is. Where are they hanging out? Yes. Where do you want to talk to them? Where do you want to find them? So if you have a very visual brand, then yes, be on Instagram. If you don't have visuals, maybe Facebook and Twitter is the best spots for you. Yes. If you're a very professional corporate, LinkedIn. Right. If you want to be doing dancing videos, go on TikTok. TikTok. (laughs) Right? So it really depends what your brand is and what message you want to put out and what you're trying to sell. Right. So I don't think you need to be on all of them, but I think it's important for you to know what they all are, know who hangs out on them, and then know who your target market is. And if your target market is teenagers, then be where their teenagers are. If it's seniors, if it's young professionals, if it's young parents, figure out who your target market is and then find out where they're hanging out. Yes. And I know you will agree with this, but if you're more specific on your target market, then your branding and your marketing and all of your messaging becomes so much easier because you know exactly who you're talking to. Um, and I've sh- I think I've shared this quote before, but Seth Godin always says, um, if you're trying to talk to everybody, no one will listen. Or again, I've heard if you're trying to talk to everybody, nobody, you're, not, you're talking to nobody or something. Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, you're talking to nobody. Yeah. So what is one tip you can uh, share with us to keep your content creative and fresh every day? Or every week, depending on your your consistency. Consistency. I think again, staying up to the trends and seeing what's happening and what's you know what's the in thing right now, and that can be hard sometimes. But again, yes. it's, so <laughs> it changes every day. <laughs> so keeping up, keeping up with the trends as to what's happening, and sometimes again, it's good to just step away from it. Sometimes yes. even, even myself, like, oh, I find myself, I'm like, I don't, I can't even think of the words anymore. I can't be creative. I don't know what to say. So sometimes it is good to step away and then rethink about what your message is. And then it's always fun to play around with stuff. So whether you're, let's go on Canva and play. Let's go on a different app. Yeah. Um, like I like Wave um, that does little videos and stuff. Oh, yes. Like Wave Video. Um, there's so many different apps that you can, like there's PicMonkey. There is, um, I'm looking around because again, I was teaching this. I'm teaching this on Monday <laughs> to class. I have all these like little apps written down, but um, sometimes again, it just takes something different to create, um, to spike your curiosity again and to spike your creativity and your creative words. And again, I always say like, don't copy your competitors. Know what your competitors are doing. Yes. So because again, if you copy them, then um, number one, your target market might not be exactly the same. And number two, your story and your experience and what you offer is different and unique. And that's why I'm always like, especially as a designer, like, don't copy. <laughs> don't don't copy, but it's still interesting to know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, because it might, it might spark creativity in you. And I often too, like the way that I keep a lot of my content fresh and creative, I will often go 
on webinars or used to go to local workshops of some of my competitors, and I'm saying competitor because they're my friends. Yes. Um, and a lot of a lot of times they're like, "Why are you here? Why are you, you know this stuff?" And I'm like, "I do, but maybe you will refresh me in my mind that I kind of forgot." Yes. And a lot of times that is the case. Like I always jot down like a few things, even when it comes to like PodCamp or Social Media Day or Blog Jam. I always take some notes down because I know it. I know that you forget about it because you've been head down trying to do work and whatnot. So I think again, continuous learning is the way to keep your stuff fresh. Yes, yes. And um, I also do that. And I often remember things, oh yeah, I used to do this all the time a month ago. And then for some reason I stopped, but I need to start doing that again. Exactly. Because there's, I'm missing some people by not doing that thing, whatever it was, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like it's good to, it's good to remind yourself and to kind of get out of your time frame. And I always... Um, I always tell people to check their analytics yeah. to see what's working and what's not. So even going back, if you go back a month ago or three weeks ago or two months ago, if you can, that post did really well. But what was it? Was it a quote? Was it an article? Was it a blog post? Was it a share from somebody else? Was it a TikTok video of you dancing? Like, what was it? And why did that create so much buzz? And if it created buzz the first time, why aren't you doing more of that? Yes. Yeah. Um, hilariously, I watched the Adam Lambert and Queen special that's on Netflix when it first, uh, well, not when it first came out recently, um, and tweeted about it. And it's like the most favorited and retweeted tweet that I've done in like three months. <laughs> Oh yeah, sometimes it's just like a random thing that hey, I watched this and it's amazing, you know. And sometimes you kind of wonder, like I know we've had this conversation, and then I think it, one of us put it on Twitter or both of us did, I'm not sure, but saying that how during COVID we were having a hard time reading, that I yes. that I could not concentrate just because of everything that was happening. I just like I would read a page and then I had no idea what I was reading. So I, all I was doing was reading short blogs and articles and emails, but I couldn't really commit to a book because I just couldn't read it. And then I remember putting that out there to the world, I think on Twitter, and realized that so many more people were having the same the same yeah. thing. So it's always nice sometimes to have those conversations and it sparks interest that again it's not just you. And right. if you ask the question, again, some of that sometimes it can create can just create something else, right? To make you realize like, okay, well, I'm not the only one that can't read a book. Maybe you can read a short blog right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's all of those little details and I love Twitter for this. You get those little details of like, oh, they shared my favorite GIF. So, you know, we have that in common. They have, we have the same sense of humor or we like the same show. I mean, I love my office gifts. I will use them forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like one thing, um, I know we talked about briefly, but off the top of my head, two people that I know that kind of, well, three or four people, there's a few people um, that are doing great <laughs> things that I'm like, oh, I love that. So Allison is one of them. Allison not. She sometimes will be like, hey, entrepreneur. Oh, if yes. you haven't taught, here's a tip. If you're reading this and sometimes it's like, have you updated she, your website? Have you gone she, up and had a drink of water? Have you, so again, I like those little, I'm like, thanks Allison. I needed that right now. I appreciate that. 
Yeah, um, she calls me out weekly, and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and sometimes again, we, we appreciate it, right? So I love like those little tips that, again, you can kind of put it out there that somebody kind of reminds you that you know you should be doing it, but you don't. Um, right. Caitlin is another great one to do that. Caitlin will give us some great advice that you're like, and she's the big one that, again, that often kind of throws out that like, if you're trying to promote to everybody, you're promoting to nobody. Yes. Yeah. That you, that you need to know who, like she's very big on customer research about who your customer is and what's the message you're trying to bring out to them. So like, I like those, like those definitely keep me fresh and keep, remind me. And a lot of times like I will on Twitter save them because I don't know if you know, you can bookmark actual tweets. Oh, so you can bookmark them. So like some of Allison's are in there and I'm like, all right, oh, when I decide to relook at these bookmarks, I'll see what Allison decided that I needed to do today. So besides those people, is there anyone else that you really admire right now that is doing something really creative with social media marketing or marketing in general? There's always people for sure that are doing things that, and again, it depends what create, what are you, what creative are you thinking about? Right? Like I love like local people that I know are doing great things. Like Mike Tanner, I know you might have, you had Mike Tanner on here. Um, Anita Kirkbride, like I always see, I always saw what, what Anita's doing. Um, so many more people like that are in my industry and stuff. And then there's also like the experts that I follow on a regular basis. Like I love Jen Herman, who was supposed to be here as our guest speaker for social media day Halifax. And that kind of didn't work out this year. Um, but yeah, there's a list of people that I follow on a regular basis. And then you have the big brands that again, kind of came out in COVID that were great messages. Um, like the car companies that kind of switched their advertising from, you know, trying to promote a car to be like, Hey, like, how are you doing right now? Um, yeah. Yeah. Pinterest had a good one too. Yeah, like there's a lot of great companies that are doing great things. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, like other than the ones that I mentioned, but there's lots. Again, I'm I'm inundated with social media content all day long. So I'm sure like we'll get off this call and I'll be like, oh, this person or this person. So if I haven't mentioned you, um, please don't take any offense to it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for being on the show. If someone wants to reach out to you, after where is the best place to find you um and i'm sure it's everywhere on social media <laughs> all social media so k social media is all my business stuff so i'm k social media on all platforms and that's where again you'll get some social media tips and tricks and my next you know events if i'm doing or webinars or sessions or whatever it is so anything social media related is k social media if you want to see how adorable my daughter is and she's uh, adorable I can attest to that. Um, Instagram, I'm very active on Carol Coin at Carol Coin. That's where I'm very active on like our lifestyle. So it is traveling Nova Scotia, supporting local businesses. Like this weekend, uh, Reopen City is happening again, which is happening for it's four weekends. So this is weekend two um, to support local businesses. So I'm very active on that. So again, if you want to see what we're up to as a as a family of three and as a local supporter, that's Carol Coin. Um, but yeah, that's where I can be found. Again, I check my social feeds on a regular basis. It usually isn't very long, but I... Uh, yes, I you're usually the... You're also one of the first to like anything that I share, regardless of what time of day it is. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The worst place to get a hold of me is in my inbox. Um, <laughs> it's getting better. I'm down to like 300 emails in there. Um, last summer was about 6,000. So we're doing wow. very good. Yes. Awesome. We're doing very good. Um, but I tend to read my email on my phone and then forget to respond to it. 
Ah, uh, yeah. And then I get like 50 more emails and then you're down the list in my inbox and I kind of forget about it. So if you need an answer right away, social is usually the better way to get a hold of me. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was amazing. Um, I hope everyone got some tips and creative ideas for social media marketing. Yeah, we could chat all day, every day. It's true. It's true. Um, if anybody, again, I'm going to do a little plug-in, but if anybody yeah. wants some information, I do have a blog and a newsletter that goes out every second week. So again, that just went out this week, so it'll go out in two weeks from now. So if you want to sign up on my on my website, which is just ksocialmedia.com, and that's ksocialmedia.ca. Where did the .com come from? I've had <laughs> .ca for five years. I don't know where that came from. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's where I give a lot of like free information and tips on just different things, like whether you should be scheduling your content, what platforms to use, where to find your target market. There's lots of, lots of information on there. That's where yes. all my freebies are. Awesome. And I will put all those in the show notes. So anyone listening can go to the show notes and you will find all those links. So thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day and get to go out into that sunshine. Perfect. Have a great day and a great weekend. And that's it for episode 11 with Kara O'Coin Mansfield. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world that you're here with me and following along this podcast journey. If you'd like to follow along on social media, you can find at Creative Conflab on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And the giveaway is ending today at midnight Atlantic time. So if you haven't entered yet, go to the Instagram account, find the giveaway post in the feed and enter away. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and be kind.